Welcome, dear listeners, to Super Magic Time Friends. In this podcast, two 40 year old geeks talk about four decades of geekness. My name is Emilio Guzman. And my name is Thijs van Domburg. And today we're discussing some crazy inventive stuff. From the 80s, the movie Back to the Future. From the 90s, the cartoon Dexter's Laboratory. From the zeros, the game Dr. Mudo. And from the tens, the anime series Steins Gate. And the theme of this week is Crazy Inventors. It's very specific, not not crazy scientists, crazy inventors. <laughs> that's that's yeah. a theme, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. It's adjacent to the mad scientist, but it is, of course, something something else. Uh, yeah, science do uh, comes into play with uh, the the crazy inventor, but it is it's yeah, all you, about inventions. Um, you gotta know a bit about well science stuff. <laughs> yeah, <and laughs> if you, you want to be, have to uh, be handy inventor. with 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 tools. Yeah, because it, yeah. you can be a, a a magnificent thinker, but if you're not capable of making the gadgets yourself that you're you're nothing in this world you're you're no. absolutely you're a goner <laughs> so yeah the the, the bad scientist uh, um cliche uh, of course comes from uh, dr frankenstein yeah and, and and well his famous quote it's alive that's well he's a kind of inventor he invents uh, robot zombie cyborg guy <laughs> yeah like i said it's adjacent yeah <laughs> that's not so and, uh, <laughs> What I found very funny is that we have two titles this week, and uh, two of them have the 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 "It's Alive" line in it. And yeah, <laughs> Doctor Frankenstein is always somewhere in the clouds watching them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I it's, it's I, I don't know. It's one of those themes I, I absolutely love uh, in. Uh, in pop culture, the the um, yeah, and I am also I I do honestly like uh, inventions, uh, but nowadays uh, it's a bit scary often. Um, no, you're you're not you're not, you're not a meta. That's not your no. thing. No, <laughs> no, you're no. you're not hyped for that after no. seeing that video. Yeah, although I I, I would definitely uh, want to uh, record this podcast uh, on top of a mountain. Uh, <laughs> that is absolutely something I I would like to do, but in real life, not in not okay. in the metaverse. <laughs> no, uh, the uh, I I have looked around a, a bit for recent crazy inventions, and I have uh, found uh, three absolutely crazy ones. Uh, the first one is the the Bitbite. Uh, it's an an earpiece that monitors your your eating habits. And comments you on it while you're eating. Mm. That is so annoying. I already have that. It's called my conscience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Why would you need an adventure for that? Uh, the other one I, I, I really like. I, I have seen this one uh, on the plane. The uh, ostrich pillow. It's, uh, 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 it's, yeah, it's a pillow you wear uh, around your head. So it it covers your total head uh, except for your mouth and nose. So, what? yeah, uh, it but it helps you sleep. But also, uh, good luck to that company now because yeah, face masks are <laughs> obligatory everywhere now. So, so uh, your whole face is covered. <laughs> yeah. 
it it i have seen it and and uh, uh the person was very fast asleep so uh uh yeah he was dead probably <laughs> yeah yeah he was suffer- yeah it suffocated immediately um but the the yeah the craziest invention of them all is the slug bot it's a yeah a robot slug <laughs> it, wow it monitors cool. uh, the behavior of slugs in a in a garden and mm-hmm. that sounds really cool uh, but yeah. then he digests them so what? in the end it's not cool <laughs> yeah wow, he that's... has some sort of a uh, acid uh, uh-huh. some sort of saliva uh, type of acid and it's yeah he digests uh, uh, the slugs that, that sounds like a black mirror episode for slugs yeah have you seen the new black mirror episode <laughs> it's scary right <laughs> so yeah um i i associate uh, crazy inventors mainly with uh, cartoons from well from our youth with, with donatello and uh, the ninja turtle and real jack the transformer yeah um, yeah they were basically the same character they just part of the tr- of the crazy inventor trope is that often yeah. their inventions will blow up and one, yeah. one of our titles uh, that that's going to happen in one of our titles <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's part of the deal, and I love that. But most most of them are are bad at inventing, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Or or they they are good, but something horrible happens, and yeah, and then they're like, for example, uh, uh, Doctor uh, Octavius, uh, the Spider Man. It, it was basically a bad experiment uh, that turned yeah. him into Doctor <laughs> into Doc Ock. It is yeah. basically something went horribly wrong. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're crazy smart, so nobody can do what they do, but no. you also don't want them to do it. That's uh that's yeah. the uh, yeah, that's the premise of the, the, the crazy inventor. Uh, I wouldn't buy something that they uh that, that they sell. Do you understand? No. I, I wouldn't uh, and that's also no. our, our question of the week, of course. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, if all four of them invented something new Whose invention would you invest in? Yeah, we're going to answer this uh, at the end of the episode. Yes. And, well, uh, we already spoiled uh, which movie we're going to talk about uh, this episode. It's Back to the Future. And uh, that's the favorite movie of the artist, the comic artist, who made our cool logo. And we've never... Uh, we've never uh, thanked him on air for it. We we did that uh, in real life, of course. But <laughs> yeah. uh, it's Kenny Rubinis. Kenny Rubinis, one of our favorite Dutch comic artists. And, yeah. uh, we love him so very much. And uh, he, he is the artist and the writer of the funniest geek comic of the Netherlands. It's uh, Dating for Geeks. And, well, this is the moment to thank him on air because, well, we're going to talk about his favorite movie, Back to the Future. I asked him how many times he's watched it. He has never counted it, but he, <laughs> he did some math. And it's about 120 times he's watched it now. <laughs> so that's, wow. That's, yeah, that's, that's I respect that. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah. I, I, I do too. I, I'm not going to do it justice then in, in his eyes because no, no. someone who has watched the movie 120 times probably knows more about that movie than I do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think he is. So uh, yeah, w- next time when somebody asks uh, what my favorite movie is, I I don't think I'm going to answer that question anymore. 
uh, from now on because yeah my favorite movie Jurassic Park but I've watched it maybe 20 times or something but that's nothing <laughs> that's nothing compared to well it's already a lot but 120 times that yeah that beats everything yes. yeah, yeah so, respect yeah <laughs> apparently I don't have a favorite movie that's uh, <laughs> that's my conclusion so yeah our logo we love our logo um when i upload the episode each week i i still get all happy inside when i see our crazy cool logo so thank you kenny for that thank you uh his newest dating for geeks album is coming out so volume 12 is almost in stores so buy that one if you're dutch because it's going to be funny you will be sure of that um shall we dive into our first title yeah, let's do so. We're going back to a cartoon from 1996. Enter at your own peril. Pass the vaulted door where impossible things may happen that the world never seen before. In Dexter's laboratory lives the smartest boy you've ever seen. But Dini blows his experiments to smithereens. There is gloom. At the end of every episode of Super Magic Time Friends, we, uh, as, as most of you probably know, rank all the titles we've discussed into one big ranking. And, well, if we would do that according to the amount of times we have seen it, Dexter's Laboratory would be our new number one and <laughs> it would stay there for eternity so well yeah yeah we just told you that kenny rubin has uh, watched uh, back to the future 120 times well i have watched the first two seasons of this cartoon every weekend day and again and again during school holidays so maybe maybe <laughs> there are episodes of texas laboratory that maybe i've seen more than 120 times yeah. it's it, it surely feels that way yeah and it was always <laughs> in the netherlands it was well every day they showed like six episodes or something so it was unavoidable if if, yeah. if you had a tv that that worked <laughs> you probably uh watched the uh, dexter's laboratory yeah. when you were of our age and and younger um i think there are episodes of dexter's laboratory that i've seen more often than dexter has said the words omelette du fromage <laughs> uh, I, yeah so I, I i watched a large chunk of the first season this week and i still remembered every word every frame of uh, some of the episodes yeah i, I yeah, just me too I, yeah i knew knew every every second that was glued in my brain of, the, of this cartoon so if you're not like us and you've never seen it here goes um dexter is a brilliant scientist who owns a secret lab in the, in the basement of his house uh, he's a genius he can make robots time machines transportation machines well you name it i almost forgot to mention that he is a little kid so yeah uh he has chosen to hide his lab from his parents his parents <laughs> know nothing about this whole no. this whole science scientist deal um <laughs> The only one who knows about his lab, that's his sister Didi. She's a pain in the ass who keeps on messing with his stuff and destroying his inventions. Uh, so she's the bad guy? Well, uh, like like uh, <laughs> like many crazy inventors, he, uh, he takes very little responsibility for his actions. And uh, yeah, if this weren't a cartoon aimed at children, his inventions probably would have killed many, many people during the four <laughs> yeah. seasons of this cartoon. 
I think he would have killed more people than the other famous Dexter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. If this young Dexter was real, he even would have liked it, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, truth be told, uh, every time I switched on the TV for Dexter's lab, uh, as, as we all called it back then, I was hoping that they would show a new episode. And they never did. Uh, so, yeah. Then what happened? I just watched an old one that I had seen a million times before. But uh, yeah, was I bored? Uh, no, it's it just <laughs> I just wanted to see it again yeah. because it, it kept on being funny every time. And I mentioned the omelette du fromage episode just now. Uh, yeah, it's still the funniest and most famous one of all the Dexter episodes. Was it your favorite as well when you were a kid? Uh, I think the dodgeball one was probably my my favorite. Oh uh, yeah, okay, yeah, that's, uh, where that's a Dexter great one built well. a uh, yeah dodgeball mech. <laughs> it's so amazing, but um, yeah, this one I I I think I have watched this one the most. Uh, probably yeah. Also yeah, the concept of this is is great. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty, well. If you're that one person who has ever seen it, uh, Dexter has a French uh, test the next morning, but he has spent his whole evening working in his lab. So uh, he uses his invention to learn French, and that's a helmet that's connected to a record player, uh, with which he can learn French while sleeping. So he puts the helmet on. He puts an LP with a French course on it. It's CDs were already a thing <laughs> in yeah. the late 90s. So I think it's very funny that he uses it. Uh, uses a <laughs> oh, you work with what you have. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the record does sound really old-fashioned. Yeah. It doesn't sound like you're going to learn a lot of modern words. Uh, my book for learning French was also a book from... Well, the 70s or something like that. So it, it, it does remind me of school material being old. <laughs> In your book, uh, fr France was still a monarchy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he, puts, he puts the record on, he puts the helmet on and he goes to sleep. But he falls asleep in like uh, a few seconds. And the record is very old and keep on repeating the same words. So... Uh, the, the, the words omelette de fromage. That's, those are the three <laughs> words he will hear during his whole night's sleep. And the next day, those are the only tr the, the only three words he's able to, to say. Yeah. And it starts out great. He, he hasn't, the, the only question uh, on uh, of the test is uh, what's cheese omelette in French? <laughs> Which is, it, it's brilliant joke after, uh, after brilliant joke. If, Keeps on coming. But yeah, that is what I uh, absolutely adore about this series. And, and we already uh, discussed uh, Jandy uh, Tartakovsky uh, on Samurai Jack. So, uh, but, uh, and we already said this as well, I think. But his timing is just like, there's no other cartoon like this. It, it's absolutely perfect timing. And every jokes yeah. lands uh because of that it's it's and also it's 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 uh there's no pun intended in this but it's also so inventive the the every episode it's it's the first episode already has time travel in it <laughs> with two <laughs> dds 
It's and a, a kaiju. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the first episode uh, without any explanation of who's who. I no, uh, I love but that it, about it. But um, the concept is so simple. Yeah. you you don't need any introduction to the characters. Uh, Jenny Tartakovsky came up with this cartoon. He based the characters on himself and his older brother. His brother was the more serious one of the two, mm-hmm. and Gendy was was the Didi in the situation, uh, <laughs> which I loved. I, I I had expected the other way around, but so uh, when I was watching season one again, I made the classic mistake to presume that well, making this cartoon must have been a blast, and yeah. for him, but. Yeah, it was, but at the same time, he worked so hard on this that it had cost him two relationships. Oh, yeah, and that's why those new episodes never arrived. That's why we always had to watch the, the first two seasons, and that's it. So there weren't any new episodes. He, he just uh, he, he worked a bit too hard on this and had to take a break. Cartoon Network wasn't done with it yet and made a third and fourth season written and animated by an entirely new team. And yeah, that was in 2001. And by that time, I didn't watch cartoons anymore in the morning. Instead, well, I woke up at noon with a hangover. That was 2001 <laughs> for me. And you you know what I usually had for breakfast when I was hungover? <laughs> Omelette du fromage. Omelette du fromage. Or maybe uh, you can uh, end this uh, segment with the wonderful uh, outro because the, the theme music of, of yeah. Dexter is, is crazy good, but the outro has one of my favorite sentence, sentences in, in songs ever. <laughs> there, there's gloom and doom when things go boom. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a great line. <laughs> so, Emilio, where, where are we going next? Where will, will our invention called... The podcast, take, take <laughs> us next. Yeah. Well, let's time travel back to th- 2011. Writing about time travel is one of the hardest things to do. And I don't mean in writing, I mean in general. Uh, for instance, climbing Mount Everest is it's really hard and uh, great if you did that. Uh, but I think there are more successful attempts at that than there are successful attempts at writing stories about time travel. And uh, most of the climbers even use guides, so uh, <laughs> it makes it even harder. Um, so when I come across a, a, a time travel story done well, I, I am, I'm always filled with, with joy. Um, but uh, yeah, Steinsgate isn't good. It's absolutely fantastic. And after each episode, I was so happy. I often heard myself shout, Da-da-da! <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Steinsgate is an, um, a series written by uh, Yuki Hanada. Uh, that is based on a visual novel uh, with the the same name. Um, it rarely happens that the game was before the, the, the anime, uh, yeah. and that the anime is more known. It's uh, but uh, yeah, that's, this is so funny to me. This this so this is an anime that's considered to be one of the best animes ever created. Yeah, and it started out as a visual novel game that was exclusive to Japan. Yeah. 
uh, the first years and exclusive to the Xbox 360. Yeah, so exclusive in Japan and exclusive in the Xbox <laughs> to the Xbox is. And nobody had an, had an Xbox 360 <laughs> no. in Japan. Nobody. That's, no. Everybody had a PS3 or a Nintendo console. So we had awkward origins as a theme. Yeah, a few this months one, ago. Uh, is this one could fit. Yeah. Yeah, uncanny origins maybe could be. <laughs> it's, it's crazy that this happened. Yeah, and we are going to discuss uh, the first season of uh, of the uh, anime in um, yeah, in which a, a self-proclaimed uh, mad scientist named uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Rintaru uh, Okabe, uh, nicknamed uh, Okarin, uh, lives in an apartment in Akihabara, in, in uh, a neighborhood in Tokyo. Uh, with his friends um, Mayuri and uh, a hacker named Daru. Uh, and together they, they formed the Future Gadget uh, uh, Laboratory. And yeah, we've both been to Akihabara, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, watching this made me want to go there immediately. Yeah. Well, it's it's the, the electric town. Yeah, they call yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, of, of, of Tokyo and, uh, well, there are a million video game stores there. and Yeah, but you can also buy, uh, buy uh, uh, like, chips and stuff like that. And, and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or toothbrushes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> everything that, that has a wire. Yeah, yeah. and everybody, uh, everything yeah. you can put into something that has a wire or is yeah. wireless. <laughs> chairs, wireless too, but <laughs> yeah. they don't sell chairs. Maybe game chairs, I don't know. Well, yeah, I think so. Um, Akira is great. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. That's, Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And uh, yeah, on the day that uh, Okabe uh, attends a, a conference about time travel, he has a strange conversation uh, with a girl named uh, Kurisu Makise, uh, a, a neuroscience researcher, and he later finds her lying dead on the floor of the convention center. Uh, and he sends a text message about it to, to Daru, his uh, 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 friend and hacker. Well, friend, uh, he's very nasty to him. Um, but then he discovers that uh, his message arrived five days before he sent it and that Kurisu is actually alive. Um, they have, yeah, unknowingly developed a time machine, a... a, a Microwave uh, operated by a, a, a cell phone that is capable of sending messages to the past called D-Mails, uh, which is short for DeLorean Mails. Love that. Um, yeah, it's fu full of, of, of uh, jokes like that, right? The, the, the series. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, the concept of this uh, time travel story is uh, chasing the past. Uh, um, uh, creates a, a new timeline in which everybody forgets about what has happened because it's just a new timeline um, and everybody yeah nobody knows what, what, what has changed because they don't know about the time travel at that moment no. or about the time jump I, I, I mean um, except for Okabe who is yeah some who somehow is the only one uh, who remembers everything and although uh, Okarin is um, uh, constantly uh, and jokingly saying that the organization called CERN, with an S, uh, based on the <laughs> actual CERN with a C, uh, is watching them and coming for them, uh, he's absolutely right. Uh, CERN is watching them and is yeah. coming for them. 
uh, they further developed uh, time travel uh, and eventually end up uh, dominating the world as a as a totalitarian regime, which is funny, I think. Uh, yeah, so so the fu- future gadget laboratory, yeah, in a way, cause the world's doom by inventing time travel. After that, they try to stop CERN and by doing so, restore their, their timeline. But it's 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 absolutely impossible to explain that no. uh, in in a quick summary. It's just it, yeah, it's not possible. No, it's, so you, you absolutely have to go watch it. Not not just because well, the story is well. A bit too long to to tell yeah it's, there it's also very complicated of course because it's time travel but it's yeah. it's an <laughs> yeah. even more complicated version of time travel exactly it's a very cool version yeah I, I love that it's it's about sending messages to the to the past in, instead of you yourself going back to the past I, yeah I, I, I love that about it uh and i was thinking um microwave it's not that weird to choose a microwave as a time machine because well, if you think about it, a microwave is already a kind of time machine. Because yeah, it it takes your food to the future where it's already warm. <laughs> no, right? that's, that's not how size okay. works. <laughs> it's just not. It's just not it. <laughs> okay, but I do. I I I. I what is absolutely funny to, to me is 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 that they that back in in 2010 we thought that CERN, um, of course, a big research organization in in, in Geneva, we thought that with a C, with with a C, yeah, uh, we thought <laughs> that CERN was was doing something that would be world's altering like a lot of uh, ill-informed people were, were were even afraid when they finally after 12 years of construction turned turned on the the large uh, hadron collider uh, the giant particle accelerator and uh, that that machine or thing giant thing i don't know if you can call it <laughs> a machine anymore it's so big uh uh, I, I I've said it a lot uh, in this podcast, but we are not scientists. No, no, we... absolutely not, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, but I I do uh, understand that it creates a very small, uh, tiny uh, uh, black holes uh, for that that exists for only a millisecond. Um, yeah. But around yeah, that time, that. yeah, uh, yeah, all kinds of nonsense stories popped up. Uh, uh, a lot of people were thinking that. That they were creating the Big Bang, uh, uh, recreating the Big Bang, and yeah. uh, uh, some even thought that it, those black holes were going to swallow up the Earth. And yeah, people, some people thought that that it was a, like a giant vacuum cleaner. Actually, ah. That's how I read into it uh, when I when I heard about it. Yeah, the funniest uh, uh, thing. Uh, 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 some people even thought uh, that it was going to be time travel or that it would ah. open other d- dimensions. Um, yeah, nothing really world-altering came out of the collider, although, well, yeah, the discovery of the Higgs particle is quite an achievement. Uh, it's, it's, of course, not, not, it's no time travel, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it didn't change my life, so uh, <laughs> no. who cares? <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I love the 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 uh, mad inventor in this one. Uh, I love the the character of uh, of Kabe. He's 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 so arrogant and, and pompous. He's yeah, but it's 
what I love about it is that he chooses to be. Yeah. It's 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 as if he really wanted to be in this podcast episode. So he yeah. plays the role of the crazy inventor. He, he, yeah. he knows what what he has to do to uh, to to be one. So he has that 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 evil laugh yeah. that he uh, that he does a few times per episode. <laughs> <laughs> And it's very fake and yeah. it's very dumb, but I love it because he thinks it's part of the job or something. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. The, he he, he calls himself a mad scientist. So yeah. that is... <laughs> uh, and in the beginning, you hardly get the feeling that he knows what he's doing. His adventures... No. Yeah, the, the, the microwave uh, uh, feels like it's, it's something he completely uh, uh, invented unintentionally like yeah it's just luck <laughs> yeah like he was just toying with his phone and his microwave oven and and he does seem a lot smarter uh, when the story develops uh, and he does have some some good ideas but but he's nothing compared to the intellect of Kurisu um, uh, uh, but the most beautiful thing I think about his character is uh, is his development I mean he's really annoying at first and he's awful to, uh, to to his friends and everybody kind of hates him but the group somehow stays together and when yeah well when push comes to shove then he truly fights for them and yeah he really cares about them all uh, yeah i don't know i i think he does fit our theme uh, because he's absolutely a crazy yeah. inventor but i think he's way too sensitive and sweet to be a yeah. mad scientist uh, he has to drop the act right <laughs> yeah. halfway the the series. Yeah. It just yeah. he can't he can't play that role anymore. At one point, he he's, he even says he doesn't experiment on his friends. Well, what self-proclaimed mad scientist doesn't experiment <laughs> yeah. on his friends? <laughs> like that, like that has ever stopped a mad scientist? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, and the, the the animation is beautiful. Yeah, it's a crazy high quality i think and i love i love the how the faces are drawn it's very it's it's, it's so very good. unique yeah um i'm i'm not against well anime cliches or uh, that i don't mind that 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 well anime tends to 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 look like well other anime series you see a, you see a still of steins gate and you immediately know that it's steins gate yeah yeah uh, yeah it's it's uh, I, it's absolutely gorgeous and i i do i, I mean there are some uh, uh anime or, or manga cliches in this uh i mean the other character i like to mention is uh, mayuri and, and she's a bit of a stereotypical anime cute girl but but i yeah. mean she is such a nice person and and her character truly makes me so happy that the, yeah. and oh. the fact that she shouts out Every time she she meets someone, it's just so adorable. <laughs> it's oh it never man. gets old. It's no, the cutest thing no. I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. If you haven't, go watch it. Go watch it. It's um, yeah. I'm going to take us back now to uh, to a weird one. <laughs> I'm going to go back to 2002. Doctor Muto is here. The genius morphs, disturbing characters, weird gadgets. And far out worlds. Rated teen. 
So, this game may not be the best title of this week's podcast, no. uh, by any means, <laughs> but it excels in one thing. It, it fits this week's theme the most, I think. Um, Dr. Mudo is a crazy scientist who makes all the other scientists, well, plus Dr. Frankenstein himself, combined, look like regular Joes. Uh, this one didn't just mess with a time stream. No, no, no. Oh boy, what if your parents will never fall in love? Big deal. <laughs> oh no, I've caused World War Three. Who cares? Uh, omelette du fromage. What? No, it's <laughs> Dr. Mudo who will win this battle because he blew up the entire planet. That's, well, that's the story in a nutshell. He blew up a planet. Um, a, a, the, the, a bit longer version of the story. There's not that much story in this game but here goes um dr mudo he's a, a classic crazy scientist with crazy hair and, and glasses and uh, he invented a machine that would give the world free renewable energy but because his rival messed with his machine he destroyed the planet so yeah it's not entirely his fault no. that the planet blew up because well his his, his uh, nemesis messed with the machine but still if i would invent a machine that could make well I don't know, free action figures and you would mess with it with it and as a result the entire world would blow up. Then I'm to blame here, right? Not you. I don't know. I mean, you, you mess with my if if my machine was capable yeah. of blowing up yeah. also, uh, the planet. For, yeah, I mean I, I love action figures, but uh if that would be the end <laughs> of the world, man. <laughs> So, some people would be angry if they survived. Yeah, but maybe <laughs> not because they had free action figures. No, no, no. I don't know if in this scenario <laughs> the, the machine does work. I don't. I don't know that part of the story because, well, I just made it up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, Doctor Mudo. It's a game that is very, very, very much of its time. Yeah, it's a three D platformer because. Well, it's from 2002, yeah. so of course it's a 3D platformer. Um, and it was released on the PS2, on the Xbox, and on the GameCube. And there's also a version for the Game Boy Advance. And although the regular version, well, didn't win any Best Game of the Year prizes, it's a masterpiece compared to the GBA oh. version. Uh, did you did you see or play that uh, one? I, I, I watched the clip of it. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, horrible. It's, it looks horrendous, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I think it's an angry video game nerd video waiting to happen, <laughs> that, that version. I'm going to guess he will say that it looks like uh, a robot took a dump into a game cartridge or something. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so, yeah, if you do want to try Dr. Mudo after listening to this podcast, uh, don't play that version. Um, so old 3D platformers, they're often hard to go back to. Uh, we've discussed it already yeah. when we discussed uh, Conqueror's Bad Fur Day. It was uh, very much in, in, in this... Yeah, in this vein also. Also, the humor is, is, is a bit the same. Uh, yeah. yeah. The jokes in Conqueror's Bad Fur Day are better yeah way better but, uh yeah like well, well like uh, uh jokes your your uncle on a party makes and everybody thinks is uh, he's way too old <laughs> to make these type of jokes yeah but when you're 16 you're gonna love this exactly uh, even, yeah. yeah yeah and it's 
it's an you're an anti-hero, Doctor Muta. That that's what I think is cool yeah. about this game. Yeah, you're never the the the, the, the crazy scientist. No. You're the, the crazy scientist is always the the enemy, and here you're uh, you are the madman. Yeah. And, uh, the, the cutscenes are well, well animated and yeah, sometimes they're funny. Um, the main reason why old platformers are hard to go back to the 3D platformers that's that's a camera, of course. And yeah, uh, um, uh, Super Mario 64 uh, in that game the camera worked great. Uh, now it's something you have to get used to when you're playing it again. Yeah. Doctor Muto's camera is no different, which may sound logical. I mean, it's almost 20 years old. Uh, that game yeah. but when you consider the fact that this game came seven years after Mario 64 it's downright stupid <laughs> that's uh, uh, what's worse that's the controls they're wonky as hell yeah yeah that was my main pro- I mean because I, I honestly I, I do think it's a it's a good game uh, yeah it's it's not a bad game yeah no. but the oh man the controls are, are it's you jump all around the place if you don't uh watch yourself man it's so yeah your first half hour is going to be is you're going to have to get used to to the camera and mainly the controls yeah i tried to climb stairs yeah the first stage i did to be four minutes it also yeah. took me They're around huge. like four minutes to get on them you it had the same crazy. problem. Yeah, no, I had absolutely the same moment. In his house, uh, it, there is where yeah. the game uh, starts. Uh, a little detail, uh, this game uh, uh, is made by uh, by Midway. The, in the fish, uh, uh, he, he has a fish tank. And the, mm-hmm. the face of uh, all the fishes are uh, one of the producers uh, of uh, Midway. Uh, oh. It's absolutely the... Worst Easter egg ever, <laughs> but I do, I do like it for yeah. some reason. Oh, I missed that. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. His name is uh, Scott Amos. So, ah. um, if you're Scott Amos, congratulations on making history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's very the planet. It's not on Earth. This game. It's no. on the planet Midway, which is well, it's just funny. I, yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, the Midway logo is everywhere as well. Yeah. I, well, that's, I think that's very... The, the humor is very 2002. And that's yeah. one of the jokes. But that's one of the good ones, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It's, it, 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 in the first minutes, you'll think you're drunk. But, yeah. When you get used to the to the, to the controls and the camera, I think you'll be re- rewarded with, with a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it, it's fast, the game. It's smooth. And I'm f- usually very bad at jumping uh, in old 3D platformers, but here I never miss a jump. It's a, well, yeah, it, for some reason it clicked somewhere yeah. after a half hour of playing uh, this game. It clicked and, uh, yeah, and then, I started to and have a lot of fun with it. It's getting fast paced as well. Yeah. Yeah. And the combat uh, really worked for me. But you are burying the lead because, because you can morph into animals, Thijs. I, I all my notes are 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 are, are about the morphing into animals. <laughs> I was getting there. I was getting there. <laughs> so yeah, that's the main main thing in this game. You can shoot and, and jump, but you can also morph into animals. So well, <laughs> sorry for the spoiler. <laughs> 
Um, uh, yeah, um, the mic goes to Emilio Guzman with no, his no, no, I, I notes just... about animals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that much, uh, okay. uh, but I, 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 I just like that those uh, uh, powers you get uh, uh, permanently. So um, yeah, uh, it's not just one level where you have to be uh, awkwardly uh, uh, swimming in, 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 in the water as a fish, uh, no. uh, like so many Mario games. Um, love Mario, but usually not the, uh, the, the swimming. You have a squirrel, you have a, 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 a mouse, a, a gorilla, a gorilla, spider. And a spider, I'm yeah. One. I don't know. It's it just, uh, uh, and sometimes you have to combine those two uh, in, yeah. in in parkour, and I think yeah, during that's boss really fights, smart. even. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's very cool. The, the first boss fight, you have to to you have to beat him by well, being a mouse, and being a gorilla, and being well, a human, and it's it's that's very cool. Yeah, you have to learn to to how to 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 switch well uh, animal very fast and and very nimbly otherwise you're not going to beat him but i sometimes have issues with with the level designs uh, mainly with the mouse the mouse levels because well the mouse can go into small spaces into narrow spaces and yeah it, well a mouse hole you go into the mouse hole and then there's just a regular level yeah and a big world in there yeah it's so yeah, yeah yeah, it's, it's the, the whole point the of being a mouse is <laughs> yeah. that everything is big, but uh, the mouse levels, everything is regular size because yeah. it's small as well. Yeah. So what's the whole point of, of, so of, of yeah. Yeah. having to turn into a mouse if you're not going to, well, uh, it's, uh, it's we, we, we've played Chibi Robo recently. There you're a small robot and, and all the humans are huge and, and yeah. all the furniture is huge, but here you're just, a, yeah. A regular sized person, in, but in uh, in the shape of a mouse. So yeah, um, so yeah, uh, the game is designed by Ed Lark. Well, he's a video game legend. He he designed or co-designed games like like Asteroid, Gauntlet, and, and Centipede, uh, which are three of the best and most famous arcade games ever made. But yeah, those are all games from the seventies and early eighties. So. Video games were an entirely different thing back then. Yeah, and yeah, I I don't know if if I'm if if I'm doing ad lock justice by saying this, but yeah, maybe it shows. Uh, this is his last game, oh, wow. and and I I think his career deserved a better ending than Doctor Mudo. It's uh, I had some fun with it, but yeah. somebody with with a career as as ad lock has. Uh, man, I wish it, 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 it ended on a better note than this. Yeah, so and, shall I say how uh, uh, even uh, uh, Dr. Muto ends? If you 100% this game, you get a different ending. Uh, so um, the world uh, restores uh, in, in, into its uh, former glory, like the normal ender ending. And mm -hmm. then the uh, at the end of the clip, uh, the camera zooms, out, uh, zooms into... Uh, uh, into the breasts of a, a woman that is lying on the beach with uh, yeah. a Dr. Mudo shirt on. And Dr. Mudo uh, morphs into a fly and lands on her breasts. That is the ending yeah. of his career. Um, <laughs> there was already such a thing as the internet, so there 
must have been an easier way of looking at breasts in a t-shirt than 100%ing this fairly hard game because it's <laughs> it truly is hard it's oh yeah it's oh, sad right luck. it's yeah. a bit sad yeah uh, it wasn't a big hit then but it wasn't a big failure i think uh, it's a okay reviews but now it's it's a very obscure and mostly forgotten game and yeah i i fear our podcast will not change that uh <laughs> and, and the publisher was well you already we already discussed the publisher midway that was a legendary publisher as well yeah. they, they're they, they started they started with pinball machines in the 50s so and they made space invaders and rampage world tour and mortal kombat but yeah, they went bankrupt in 2010. Yeah, so it's, so it's also, sad it's also yeah. sad this. Yeah. So, yeah, I have a last message uh, to end this segment. Uh, people at Warner Brothers, you bought the Mortal Kombat property when, when Midway went uh, bankrupt. So my question is, can you please give Dr. Mudo and especially Adlock the finale they deserve? Uh, Put Dr. Mudo in the next Mortal Kombat game. Make him the coolest character ever. <laughs> just with, with good jokes and, and with cool <laughs> inventions. A Mortal Kombat character that can change into different animals. That yeah. would be awesome. And if you hate Dr. Mudo, you can rip his heart out. Uh, just play as Johnny Cage and just kill him. So it's perfect. So that's, that's my Absolutely perfect. I would buy that character immediately. <laughs> And and, and and one of his fatalities would be that a giant uh, log came fall, falling from the sky to honor Ed Log. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I was waiting where this joke was going. I am so sorry. Wow. I am so sorry. Did I ruin the ending? <laughs> no. No, it's, it's perfect for a Dr. Mudo segment to end <laughs> a, on that terrible joke. <laughs> I think you, you uh, it's, it's even a better a better honor to Dr. Mudo than uh, putting him in Mortal Kombat. Well, Thijs, are you ready from, for some more time travel? Time circuits on. Yeah. Flux capacitator uh, fluxing. Engines <laughs> running. <laughs> All right. Let me take you back to 1985. Steven Spielberg presents Back to the Future, a Robert Zemeckis film. Marty leads an ordinary life. No McFly ever amounted to anything in the history of Hill Valley. Well, history is going to change. And 1985 is not his year. Um, yeah, we're, we have been doing this uh, podcast for almost a, a year now. And um, yeah. Yeah, it's all about looking back on f 40 years of uh, geek culture and and often these 80s titles do make me feel old <laughs> we discussed this yeah. uh, uh, last week or the week before that but back to the future finally accomplished uh, to make me feel elderly just really <laughs> <laughs> make me feel older even than i am it's it's just one tiny little sentence but it it, it destroyed my my old and tired brain when dr Emmett <laughs> brown uh, has invented time travel he says he's going to travel to a day 25 years into the future and um, yeah that day would have still be been in my past it, that is such a <laughs> it just kills me it's just yeah. it's such a mind it's oh it's it's, it's yeah. terrible but other than that <laughs> 
This is, of course, a great, great movie. Uh, Back to the Future is, yeah, it's an absolute classic. But uh, yeah, it has been a while since I've seen it. I'm no uh, Kenny Rubinus. Uh, I It's been a while since I've uh, seen it. So uh, let me refresh the listeners uh, like me. Marty McFly, played by the marvelous uh, Michael J. Fox, uh, is a teenager. Is friends with a crazy inventor named Dr. Emmett <laughs> Brown, uh, played by the star of this movie, uh, Christopher Lloyd. Uh, he has invented a way to to, tra- uh, to time travel in, in style. He says he turned a DeLorean uh, DMC-12, the iconic car with the gullwing doors, uh, into a time travel machine. Uh, but to power it up, it needs plutonium, uh, which uh, Dr. Emmett Brown, or just Doc, uh, stole from a group of Libyan ter- terrorists and yeah on the night that they uh, make their first test run they return with guns shooting the doctor down uh, little de- detail I, I I didn't say doc there uh, because there's also a dog uh, presence <laughs> in the scene uh, <laughs> it's not John Wick no, it's not John Wick, but there is a animal present. Um, uh, yeah, well, uh, uh, Marty flees uh, in, in, in terror, uh, stepping into the DeLorean. He travels back to the date that Doc had put uh, into the car's computer system by example, um, explaining how the computer works. Um, yeah. this, this is Doc, right? This is not a dog. Yeah. No, no, this is, uh, no, this okay. is uh, the doctor. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, uh, the last day, uh, date that he punched in was uh, November 5th, uh, 1955. Yeah, there Marty experiences uh, the usual time travel problems. He uh, messes up the moment that his father and mother were supposed to meet. And therefore his existence is about to be erased from history um, or the future in uh, in in this case uh yeah the father and the mother were supposed to meet in a car accident but marty steps in front of the car and so his mother falls in love with him yeah he tries to to get them together but his father is is like a hopelessly shy and clumsy teenager uh and then marty comes up with the very weird plan of groping his mother <laughs> in the car on the night of the school's uh, uh, prom, uh, uh, the school's dance, um, so that his father can step in and be the hero and, and, and take his mother away from Marty. It's very weird. Yeah, and he's very plan... lucky that, that this plan didn't uh, come into fruition because it's such a terrible plan. Yeah, it's absolutely a terrible plan. And the plan uh, obviously doesn't work. Uh, uh, she is, even ends up kissing Marty um, uh, right before the school's bully uh, named uh, Biff. Uh, he pulls out Marty uh, out of the car to give him a whooping. And then it gets really nasty because uh, when he sees Lorraine, Marty's mother, uh, he leaves Marty to his friends and he starts to rape her. And luckily his father steps in and hits Biff and they live happily ever after or how happy you can be after such a terrible experience <clears throat> yeah there, there, there's some some uh parts of this movie i i tend to forget and it's the libyans <laughs> it's yeah so it's so weird to see 
terrorists in Back to the Future, but yeah, it's yeah. part of the of the movie. But for some reason, I always forget they're, that they're part of this movie. Uh, I only remember that Doc is killed, and then I always start to start to wonder why was he killed again? Oh yeah, right, Libyans. <laughs> yeah, that that was a thing. Yeah, Libyans. <laughs> <laughs> and, but the uh, rape yeah. part, I also completely forgot. I mean, I absolutely love uh, this movie, but the ending made me feel a bit weird because we learned that Marty's dad is, is somehow uh, cool and handsome uh, now. Uh, he, he just wrote his first novel and he's, he's rich, a rich debutant writer. So it's, yeah, it's truly a science fiction movie. Uh, but uh, that is not the <laughs> uneasy part. The, the mother was an alcoholic in the first version of the past uh uh of uh, of the future uh but now she isn't although her new past is a bit worse than her old past right because yeah she got raped on prom night and to make it even worse they have her rapist piv he's doing chores around the house like waxing their cars it's so <laughs> weird it must it must be so terrible for her to live in that house to see him every day and although he's yeah. doing chores, it's not something you want to see. Yeah. No, the, the assault of Biff itself, I don't have issues with that. I think that works in the story. Yeah, and uh, that is even though uh, it's, oh, yeah, it's a very serious topic for such a yeah. But I, I don't, I don't think you funny have to, story. But... Uh, that stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a part of 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 terrible things that can happen to a human, and of course it's yeah. a part of s- storytelling. Uh, yeah. yeah, but 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 Biff being being in the future, being in the being... house is just no. That's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, even though he's he's kind of a wimp now, and and well, basically their slave, which is which isn't okay either. So there's no, no version of this. It, it, it's his punishment uh, somehow in this narrative, yeah, but, but it's, it's not the, okay. No. The, no. <laughs> um, and yeah, of course, uh, Doc is, is, is the crazy inventor of this movie. And I, I, I think that Christopher Lloyd, uh, his, his acting is, is what makes this character stand out so much. He's, 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 he's so enthusiastically unhinged, I, I would call him. He's, uh, but he's, he's a genuine nice guy. So you forgive him that he first sends his dog into the future. Yes. Dog, I'm saying the animal now. Uh, and then knowingly, because of his past, he sends somebody's child just just after the first test run. Yeah, no, no, take the car. Go ahead. <laughs> the fact that DeLoreans are notoriously uh, uh, terrible cars isn't even the biggest crime here. <laughs> no. Well, that is the, w- one of the funny things, I, I think, in this movie. They, they are so bad. Uh, so uh, that uh, at the ending, uh, the car has a problem starting. I think that is probably the, 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 yeah, the least bit of science fiction in this movie, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another thing I always forget is that uh, the, uh, it takes a, a lot of time for Doc to show up. Yeah. Uh, which is such a smart move. Yeah. There's this mysterious this mysterious inventor that that this young boy is friends with and we 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 only well the first thing we, you see in the movie is one of his inventions that that machine that makes sure his dog gets uh, dog food when he's yeah. when he's gone and it's, it, it's, yeah. it's your typical uh, every radar has to go okay like if it uh, uh, if one thing 
uh, fails, then the whole machine uh, uh, yeah. gets. Uh, yeah, it's oh, it's so beautiful. But uh, yeah, it's there's there's a lot of mystery surrounding him during yeah. these first minutes, and and when he shows up, it's even he's even cooler than you think he's going to be. And yeah. I think that's such smart writing, and that a movie takes time to to do something like that. I think that's very cool. Yeah, you you usually see that in TV series when they're building a mystery, but here it's just oh uh, well the first first fifth of the movie there's no duck, so yeah 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 it's 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 crazy good. Uh, also, the development of all the characters is also done so good. I think they all yeah. change and they all uh, yeah. If there's if there's one movie you're going to watch in 120 times, maybe this is uh, this is the one. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is it. Although yeah. uh, um, I have to say, uh, Doc is of course very smart, uh, but he makes one giant unforgivable mistake. He puts in the date of the birth of uh, uh, of Christ, and it's uh, December 25, year zero 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 zero. And as yeah. we have been saying on uh, uh, on, on this podcast, on, uh, Super Magic Time Friends, that is not how time works. No. Yeah, we all know you it. You start, yeah. You start counting at one. Yeah. So y you know which movie did that right? We forgot to mention that. Yeah. The movie 2012. Yeah. They yeah. got one because, thing right. <laughs> yeah. Because they they re after destruction of the Earth, they reset the time. Yeah. And they start at year one. And yeah. yeah we so have to, that's something. Once we, again, we we're going to explain it. Yeah. You start counting from one. So it would have been uh, December 25, uh, uh, year one. And uh, yeah. which is the start of the first decade that ends on the last day of year 10, not year nine. I know it's confusing, yeah. but that's just how counting works, Doc. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have to get it right. Doc, that's why we can talk about. The Empire Strikes Back because it's from 1980. Yeah. So it's not from the 80s. It's from the 70s. Yeah. It's it's not that hard, people. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> we have to use the other counting. So should we use the bad counting so that we <laughs> can discuss it? Is that what you're saying? No. The no. movie doesn't exist in our podcast. <laughs> it's not canon. <laughs> uh, Thijs, I think um, we have to do uh, some... Uh, some uh, mad science ourselves now because it's um, it's ranking time. Cheese omelette. Omelette de fromage. 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 Omelette. It's ranking time, people. We're going to rank all the titles we've discussed in our top hundred and thirty-six. Wow, we uh, we received some fan mail. Oh wow! Um, last week, uh, you can send us fan mail as well, dear listener. Uh, you yeah, can or do just that, mail. Uh, <laughs> just, just <laughs> maybe uh, you've got to sell something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, SuperMagicTimeFriends at gmail dot com. Um, uh, Thomas Temeulen, thank you very much for your very very kind mail. He listens every week and is a fan of the ranking as well. It's not, not just our podcast, but he's a, <laughs> he's very much into our ranking. And he is an, uh, a Microsoft Excel fanatic, he tells he tells us. Yeah. So it's one of his geeky hobbies is uh, uh, yeah, Excel. So he made a, an Excel sheet of our ranking, which is, well, our ranking already 
isn't kind of Excel sheets yeah. because it has a, a year. <laughs> and, but he, and uh, with the Excel sheet, he, kept, he he did a counting of every genre and every every uh, 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 in every decade. Uh, well, one of the things he he noticed is that um, well, films from the eighties tend to be very low on our ranking. Uh, <laughs> So, so he started to wonder: uh, Is it are the, are are eighties movies overrated? Well, <laughs> yeah, because uh, usually, uh, the, uh, yeah, uh, movies from the eighties are are like the pinnacle of of geek culture. Of geek yeah. culture, yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, well, I I did some thinking about that, uh, yeah, and I came to the conclusion when I looked at the ranking that yeah, bad old movies are funnier than new uh than bad new movies that's i think that's the reason yeah why there are a lot of bad 80s movies at the bottom because yeah we love talking about <laughs> jaws 4 and superman 4 yeah. they're crazy funny but yeah a lot of the m- most uh bad new movies well we discussed uh uh conan barbarian that was that was very oh, boring yeah yeah, Ex- the, the, only are, are exception, boring, uh, 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 the only uh, exception is uh, uh, 2012. We, we enjoyed yeah, that yeah, conversation, right. but uh, we yeah. didn't enjoy watching it. <laughs> no, no, but <laughs> that was horrible. But yeah, but yeah uh, I, I just said I, I'd, I'd watch uh, Back to the Future 120 times. Uh, I could do that, but yeah, uh, no. I could watch Jaws the Revenge 120 times because it's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so th- th- that's the reason, and uh, and he uh, uh, discovered that we haven't talked about uh, uh, Western cartoons from the the last decade yet. So that's something yeah. to uh, to keep in mind for for uh, future episodes. To uh, yeah, yeah, to to talk about a new cartoon, and yeah, we often said we have a cartoon gap in the zeros decade, but we don't have a tar- cartoon gap of the last decade because we are watching a lot of cartoons yeah uh, these these years so uh yeah we will we will but uh thank you thomas thank you for your uh, crazy crazy in-depth uh excel sheet of our ranking um so yeah uh we are going to rank the titles now emilio um we started with dexter's laboratory season one i have to say yeah Uh, that's that's yeah that's the title we're going to rank and not (laughs) the entire series because no. season three and four i don't even uh want to watch that because it's made by a completely different team yeah i saw i saw a few episodes and it's not really good so yeah we didn't want to watch that anymore no <laughs> but we the, already did the first season of uh, dex's laboratory is is absolutely great and um, we ranked it at yeah. uh number 30 so it's really high up uh, uh, I have to say this episode scored good in general. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a very uh, we have high high scoring uh, titles this week. Yeah, um, and that uh, is also the case for the second ep- uh, the second title that we discussed. Uh, we ranked that really high. Ten. Yeah, at number ten, Steins Gate. Steins Gate. It's it's, it's, uh, it's, just... it's our highest ranking anime. If you are into the, into uh, stats of a ranking, yeah, and it's yeah, it's absolutely amazing. So um, we highly recommend it. Uh, thus, the number ten. <laughs> yeah, and it's just one season. So uh, yeah, if you were a bit scared uh, uh, hearing our discussion about uh, One Piece, it's just one season. So 
not a thousand episodes just 26 and you're done so uh go watch it it's amazing yeah and uh, also uh, dr muto we discussed uh we placed yeah. that a little bit lower a little bit lower at number 99 just above mortal kombat 4 yeah it's little midway friend um, <laughs> midway buddies yeah at the bottom of a ranking no it's at the, it's not at the bottom it's the top 136 also it's, i it's, i, it's I, I did bad. want to say when we discussed this uh uh dr muro is a crazy inventor absolutely but he, but his ai uh is the smart one he's the one that does all the thinking because he, because he constantly says where you have to go so i i i did wanted to say that uh, he himself was not even such a good inf- well he invented his AI okay and let's go further <laughs> with ranking <laughs> because at um, yeah uh, number five we ranked back to the future yeah it's just yeah I, I, it's, the, it's, it's it's a perfect movie absolutely it's, yeah yeah it's so, so good yeah so and it proves Thomas uh, Timmerle that that not every 80s movie is bad <laughs> so no that's that's not the reason why we placed it so high <laughs> so, no, to, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to play with your facts <laughs> <laughs> to get back at one of our uh dear f- fans <laughs> no no but uh yeah it's yeah it's perfect so uh yeah uh, it number five uh, it it doesn't get any higher than that well okay there's a number one but <laughs> no it's perfect it's still i it's it hasn't aged uh, a bit you're go- still going to have the amount of fun you were you were having with it in the 80s and you probably already know this because people like to uh, watch this movie still so yeah, yeah i think kenny might have placed it at number one but i yeah. think he's happy with number five right yeah, it has well, to be. And if he, uh, and if he isn't, uh, we're going to hear, it, <laughs> yeah. hear from him because he's one of our listeners. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> we're expecting angry mail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe uh, we we're going to have uh, cameos in his new uh, newest comic, and maybe we, we will be the bad guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in dating for geeks yeah. uh, this year. <laughs> yeah, we will we will die really horrible deaths. <laughs> <laughs> So if you want to see the entire ranking, go to our Tumblr page, uh, supermagictimefrets.tumblr.com, where we'll also post some cool pictures uh, that will go with the titles we've discussed. Yeah, and and now we are going to answer the the question of the week, of course. Yeah, it was for me, it was a hard question of all, uh, if all four of them invented something new, whose invention would you invest in? Uh, I'm not yeah, that good so, with money, so <laughs> so yeah. It's, question. <laughs> imagine us being being in the jury of of Shark Tank or Dragons Den, and uh, yeah. yeah, and and yeah, if if we would would be one of these people, uh, and and uh, the four crazy inventors of our titles would would show their newest inventions to us. Well, who who would get our money? Yeah, uh, Emilio, what what's your number four? My number four is uh, Doctor Muto. Um, okay. Sure, morphing him into animals is really cool, but he's also mm-hmm. a dirty old man uh, who constantly is doing weird moves. I I just wouldn't feel. And this is again <laughs> why I'm not good with money. His inventions are actually really good. Also, yeah. 
I do think you have to uh, take care of the planet. Uh, it has to be mm -hmm. uh, uh, friendly for the environment. And blowing up the planet is not uh, environmentally friendly. It isn't? No. no. Okay. No. Then I'll have to switch something off. Wait. Yeah, it's off. Yep. It's off now. <laughs> so uh, we're safe. Uh, my number four, it's Doc Brown. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, he's cool. I love him. Uh, yeah, if, if personality-wise, he would get my money yeah. because I love him. But uh, yeah, uh, the, the only inventions I've seen so far are uh, a car that can time travel. Cool, but uh, very dangerous. You don't want to mess up the time stream. I'm not going to invest money in uh, messing up the time stream. Um, but yeah, his other inventions don't make that don't make sense to me no it, he's not that good of an inventor mm. he's a, he's a very good time travel machine maker yeah but that's it well doc is also uh, my uh, number three uh so he's also mm. low ranked low uh, on uh, on my ranking i i it does work i mean time travel and to put that in a car it's already it's it's a like a portable time travel device it's mm -hmm. it's yeah it's cool it's cool um, it does need plutonium. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> a, bit, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a problem there. Um, but I have some lying around, so uh, that's that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, it, he's also ranked low. My, uh, my, my number three is uh, Rintaru Okabe of Steinsgate. My issue with him is that if I wouldn't know him, I wouldn't think he would be a great inventor. <laughs> Why not? Because a microwave. He he presents you a microwave, a a phone, and he shows you a banana that gets turned into green goo. Why are yeah. you not impressed, Thijs? <laughs> Give him your money. <laughs> I would think he was, he's just a crazy person, uh, well, trying to be a crazy inventor. And yeah, that, yeah. Well, that's what he does. <laughs> so, yeah. no. But no, no, no. Uh, 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 Mayuri is probably also there. So uh, he's my number that's, two. That's right. Because when yeah. she says, da, 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 I, I, I immediately am so enthusiastic that I would probably spend <laughs> all my money just to, <laughs> because she made me feel so positive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, my number two is uh, a, a Dexter. Yeah, he's, he's a crazy good inventor. His inventions are insane. And, well, they usually work. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm not going to uh, give money to a kid. That's, uh, that's child labor. That's, that's not okay. That's the whole... This is going to be such a good investment. He's already at this yeah. stage. Uh, at this <laughs> age. So you don't have to invest. You don't have to give him the money. Yeah. Just pay for for education. Just pay for, and then when yeah, he but then, then his parents will know that he's an inventor, and they cannot know that. Yeah, that's so, that's so a secret. That's he the can whole put point. those parents into safety because they their house is constantly blowing up, and they don't know yeah, what is right. happening. <laughs> I I think it, this is child abuse to say the least. But it's also parent abuse. <laughs> There's something going horribly wrong. So we yeah, have to. Right, we right. have to. No, no, no. Dexter was my number one because he, because he's a child. You can. You're you're so going to get your money back on this one. <laughs> he's so brilliant. What's your number one? Bye. That's Doctor Mudo. Yeah, I already know because it's why yeah. <laughs> why ties. 
because I want to turn into a rhino. That's my oh, favorite animal. Oh yeah, that's. And he's going answer. to make sure of that. And and I I'm going to give him money. Uh, uh, the, the other reason I'm going to give him money is so he can fix his camera, because <laughs> it's just not working. This is such a war, such a bad investment. This I want to turn <laughs> into a rhino and fix your camera. Here you have two million dollars. <laughs> Yeah. Because you have two billion dollars in in this, Famously, in this universe, I have. have. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's why I'm one of the jury members of, of Dragons Den. Yeah, apparently, is that a lot of money if you invest in such? Oh, okay, um, <laughs> so, that was our ranking time. Yeah, and what will be next week's theme? Well, next week's theme uh, is. Uh, Something I have to exp explain. Um, it's the the theme is called or the episode is called "Where What Now?" Where What Now? So uh, it's <laughs> it's about different types of uh, yeah. Uh, uh, where I can't wait. I can't wait for this explanation. <laughs> so you have werewolves, but you also have uh -huh. where other animals, and these are the strangest <laughs> <laughs> examples of them. Is that a good explanation? Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, it's it's very hard to explain because it's our weirdest theme. It's by far absolutely our uh, weirdest, but it's also one of the episodes I, I I was looking forward to the most this whole entire yeah. season. So uh, uh, where what now is going to be an amazing it's, episode. Uh, yeah, it's already my favorite episode. Ever, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, mine too, mine too. So yeah, um, we'll hope that you tune in next week because. Why wouldn't you? Well, maybe you're turning into a wolf the, that very moment. Is it a full moon? I don't know. Uh, in the meantime, we miss you. <laughs> in the meantime, we wish you a super magical time. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye.